Welcome to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, a podcast created to help you conquer the mental load of motherhood so you can be intentional with the missions God has called you to both in and out of motherhood. Here, you will learn how to manage it all, your time, your home, your family, your career, and more so you can go from feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin to mothering with joy and living fully on purpose for the Lord. If you're ready to change your motherhood narrative, reclaim your joy, own your time, and get back to your mission, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, founder, and CEO of Mission Motherhood, Caroline J. Sumlin. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the show. Quick question before we dive in. Have you gotten your free Thrive at Home guide yet? If not, you're completely missing out. If you're feeling the mental load of trying to work from home, homeschool your kids, keep them entertained, and manage all the things during quarantine, then you needed this guide like yesterday. I created this guide strategically to help you plan your days effectively so that you can gain back control of your time, get things done, and manage it all without feeling overwhelmed jam-packed with worksheets to plan your kids' activities, your meals, your work priorities, and when you will do what based on your kids' routines and more. Grab your free copy at carolinejsemlin.com slash shop slash thrive at home guide today. All right, so I have something to talk with you about today. Of course, I do have something to talk with you about every single time we come to this podcast and I get behind the mic, but... You know, you have to have some kind of intro that starts somewhere. (laughs) Um, Something that may be a bit controversial, though, but it's a necessary conversation, and I believe that it will change your perspective on certain parts of your motherhood mission that often causes frustration, overwhelm, and, and even resentment. Yes, I'm talking about laundry, as you notice in the title. Well, in the grand scheme of things, actually, I'm talking about household management, Household management tends to be one of the bane of almost every mother's existence. It is one of the main contributing factors to the mental load that mothers carry. It seems as if there's always something to clean or clothes to put away, and it can be a trigger in arguments between husbands and wives. It can cause resentment and bitterness if a mom or dad feels like they have to take on the entire responsibility themselves. I've noticed a trend in modern-day mom culture regarding maintaining a household. It goes back to the quote-unquote hot mess mom that you may have heard me mention on a few occasions. There are memes and quotes and other various social media resources that basically glorify the quote, my house is a mess and I could care less, unquote, mindset. And that's kind of a quote that I made up, but it's, uh, it's there to emphasize this, right? There's almost a scoffing toward a mother who actually enjoys being a homemaker and keeping up the home. It's like you can fall into 
some of these different camps, right? You can either be the busy, ambitious mom who can't be bothered with maintaining her home, or maybe you're the perfect Pinterest mom with too much time on her hands, and that's why it must be so easy to manage your home. I've even come across other media that encourage moms that the laundry and dishes can wait because the kids are only little ones and it's not worth it to put that pressure on yourself to keep your house clean. These are three very different mindsets towards the same overarching theme of homemaking being a burden on mothers. So this is where the controversy comes in. I don't believe in these mindsets. Not one bit. Now, before I go any further, I want to turn to Proverbs 31:19. In the New King James Version, it says, She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. Translated in the Message Bible, it says, She's skilled in the crafts of home and hearth, or is it hearth? I'm never sure. Diligent in homemaking. Now, let's turn to Titus 2, 3 through 5. In the same way, older women are to be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not slaves to excessive drinking. They are to teach what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands and to love their children, to be self-controlled, pure, workers at home, kind and in submission to their husbands so that God's word will not be slandered. That same verse in the um, New King James Version says homemaking rather than workers at home. So as you can see, as women of God, we are called to be homemakers. Does that mean that's all that we are? Absolutely not. The Proverbs 31 woman was an entrepreneur. She was financially wise. She was ambitious. She was, she was known at the city gates and she, she, she was, she was, she was a, she was a boss. Like, let, let's be real. She was, she was a boss. I was going to go down a list of all the things and I was like, no, Caroline, stay on track, just stay on topic here. But I could go on about the Proverbs 31 woman and I will probably make an episode about that. But she was a boss. So it's not to say that, you know, we're just only called to be at home and that's it. Absolutely not. Because as you can see in Proverbs 31, if you really go and you study that scripture, you'll see that there was way more to homemaking that the Proverbs 31 woman was. But she delighted in homemaking as well. And this is why I believe that being a mother and a wife is supposed to be a delight, a joy, and not a burden. The reality is, though, that the mental load of motherhood is real. And that laundry there that's waiting for us to fold is often the straw that breaks the camel's back. Reading scripture like this can make you feel inadequate if you feel like you're barely keeping your head above water. And I understand. I've been there. I remember when I first got married and I was a new stepmom and the weight of keeping my husband and son happy and maintaining a home, cooking, cleaning, organizing everyone's affairs, etc. and working full time felt like entirely too much to bear. I constantly felt like I was failing. Going on social media to laugh at memes that made fun of the Sharons and the Karens who had perfectly perfect homes was a relief for me. Good, I would say to myself, I'm not alone. I would give myself permission to let the laundry and dishes pile up and hop in the bathtub in the name of self-care. But that relief was fleeting. Because guess what? The laundry still had to get done. 
And by the time I got to it, the pile was bigger and time was running out. It would be Sunday night and the anxiety of Monday morning was looming on me and it made the original anxiety I was feeling 10 times worse. So the laundry can't wait. We are called to cultivate homes of peace, to oversee and serve our families well. Our first ministry as mothers is in our home. And we honor that ministry and fulfill that mission in those little faithful homemaking moments, keeping up with the laundry, getting the dishes done, tidying up and wiping down tables and dusting and vacuuming and all those little things. Those moments that when we change our heart posture and we strategically create a way to work smarter and not harder can become our joy. Before I go any further, though, I want to make sure that I clarify a few things. I'm not saying we are supposed to do everything in our homes and our spouses do nothing. That's a different episode, but I want to make sure that is clarified. I know that there is some Christian literature out there and or some um, Christian leaders in, in, in social media. And, and there's, there's going to be so many different takes on all these things. And so, you know, right now I am I'm speaking to you about what I believe and just where what God has started my heart to, to share, but does not um, that does not make my belief doctrine 100. Like just like I want to make sure I put that out there. Um, there is Christian literature, Christian social media or blogs or whomever and leaders or whatever that might say, no, as, as, as the wife, it is your job to make sure that your husband has nothing to do and he doesn't have to worry about the house because you're called to be a maker, uh, a homemaker and a worker at home. And that's your calling. I don't agree with that. But, um, and so I'm not saying that I don't agree. I, and I, I, I make it my mission to also find scripture to back that up. Hence why I also turn to the Proverbs 31 woman and the other things that she's doing and other things that she has done. Um, but like I said, that's a different episode for a different time. But just, again, I want to make sure that's super clear does not mean you're hot. You're, you do all the things in your home and your and your husband is supposed to do nothing or your spouse is supposed to do nothing. Okay. I'm also not saying that you run yourself into the ground and deny yourself in order to be perfect for your family. In order to have joy in homemaking, you need to make sure you are taking care of yourself so that you can put your best foot forward for your family. And this will be an overarching theme of Mission Motherhood, keeping your cup full so that what you pour out is not emptiness. And that is, that is in homemaking, that is in caring for your children, that is in the work that you've called, been called to do in and out of the home that's in your marriage. You do have to take care of yourself. And so... Again, another episode for another time and something that I actually have planned coming up very soon is just this mindset that us mothers have that makes us feel like, you know, okay, well, I have to earn my right to have a break and I have to earn my right to sit down or I have to make sure everything is perfect and everything is done before I can take care of myself. And that is also a mindset that I do not agree with. I think strategically, when we work strategically, we come up with systems, we come up with, we, we create a team as a family then things can, homemaking and, and managing the home and um, making our, our household and our marriages, our, our ministry first can be a constant revolving thing that works in tandem with the other missions that you're called to, whether that's outside of the home and also work in tandem with you having a full cup, your spouse having a full cup and everyone getting the things that they need. That's what this is supposed to be like. It's supposed to be unison and harmony and joy. It's not supposed to be 
mom runs herself into the ground, keeping up a home while everyone sits there and watches her as if she's as if, as if she's a maid. Okay, so it's two very specific thoughts that I want to make sure I'm clarifying there. Now, what I am saying is we are called to be joyful homemakers. So let's embrace that. Let's choose now that homemaking is not a burden. Let's choose to be diligent and serve our families with excellence. Notice I did not say perfection, but I said excellence. So technically, the laundry can wait sometimes. This is about intention, intentionality, not perfection. And when we intentionally and diligently serve our families, the laundry won't wait for too long. Now, I'm not going to just leave you with an exhortation on diligent homemaking. This is just the beginning, laying the foundation for the why behind the mission of motherhood. Our mission as mothers is to faithfully serve the Lord and the families he's entrusted us to serve with joy. And, and we also have callings and other giftings as well that he's called us to. And we can, we can fulfill each mission and fulfill those missions well. However, our family and motherhood mission do come first. So when the mental load is all-consuming, that feels debilitating. So the first step is to reframe the way that you think about your motherhood mission. And the subsequent steps are to equip you with the tools um, to fulfill the mission efficiently and without burden. So stay tuned for more episodes and resources that will teach you how I turn the burden and anxiety of managing my home into my joy by creating a framework and systems that simplify and streamline everything so you can get back to your mission and leave the overwhelm behind. Also, I want to encourage you in this as well. Another reasons why the laundry can't wait or the other household management can't wait. One is when we are diligent in homemaking, we are showing our, our children that we care for our home. And I just want to address, I'm going to go back and address the, um, the mindsets that I discussed earlier in this episode, like those three negative mindsets towards homemaking and can just kind of combat those with a little bit of truth or a different way to look at them, I should say. So um, that the last mindset that I talked about where your kids will only ever be little and the laundry and dishes can wait and go soak up those moments, that one, the kids will be okay if you go fold the laundry and you go do the dishes and you tell them either you know, depending on their ages, they're playing independently or they're helping you because they should be, they should be learning. Homemaking is a, is a perfect teaching opportunity for your children. And they should be learning from a very young age, how to be independent, how to be responsible, um, and how to be a helper in their family and not to sound like Daniel Tiger, but that is a song that kind of came to my mind. That's the song Avery sings. My daughter Avery, she sings every single time we um, do we do chores because she thinks about that episode and she loves to help. They, they she loves to help, and even my one year old is getting into it, which is really fun to see. Um, so I do household management right alongside my children as young as they are. So now, of course, if if I you know, if you're a new mom and you're in the midst of like breastfeeding a baby around the clock and you know, you're, you're just a few weeks postpartum or something along those lines and you're trying to sleep train a baby or you're trying to nurse or the baby just needs you or you, you're, you know, you're just in that really difficult like period of time. Like, of course, yes, the laundry can wait in those circumstances, in those very unique 
you know, circumstances that that very um, that very delicate season in your life, 100 percent. And then you lean on help, of course. So technically, the laundry should not wait because you should be leaning on some help and some support during that time. Um, But that's very specific to that. But just in general, just in general, our little ones, you know, stopping and playing with them and being present is so, so, so important. But it doesn't negate that also the, the work that us as moms have to do inside our home, I'll just speak specifically inside our home, is also just as important. And it's good for our kids to see those different sides of us. It's good for our kids to see us serving the home with gladness. That will make them feel secure. That'll make them, that'll make them feel like, and security is so necessary for our kids. Like we forget that sometimes, but security is so necessary. So them seeing that, that them seeing that reliability, them seeing that they, their, their clothes are, are, are cleaned and ready to go. And then they can help in the folding process. Or they can help in the, in the process of getting their, you know, their, their, their clothes clean and ready to go. But of course, as moms, like we're the leaders of that, right? So they, 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 they're going to follow suit and they're going to help because we're going to train them. But we're the leaders in making sure those things are, those things are getting done. And guess what? That shows our kids that they can trust us, that it shows our kids that we are, we're taking care of them, you know? So that is another way that we are mothering and we are fulfilling that mission of motherhood. Um, and so even just re- reframing your mindset about just keeping up the house just for the sake of keeping it up, but that you're really serving your family when you're doing that and that it's important for your kids to learn that responsibility, to learn, um, you know, to learn um, and to, to, to feel secure, to learn how to be um, a helper and to work together. All those things are super important um, with that particular, just, just to combat that, that mindset about, you know, it, it can wait because the kids are only little ones. So that was one thing I wanted to mention about that. And then the other mindset of the whole, like, you know, I mean, I'm the ambitious career mom and my, I can't be bothered with maintaining my home and, you know, I'm going to pay, you know, somebody else to do it. I, I, that's just too much for me. I, I've seen a lot of this haughty mindset of that. And now this is, this doesn't mean that I don't believe that we cannot outsource certain things. Like I, I firmly believe that, you know, time is valuable. Time is precious. And, um, And when we have a lot on our plates and, and it just feels like there's just not enough of us, you know, maybe we have a lot of, you know, our, our kids are involved in some things and our husbands are working later, our husbands are traveling or whatever that may look like, or maybe you're a single mom and you're just really struggling with keeping up with everything. Um, then yes, outsourcing would make sense. And I think that, you know, just really approaching the Lord in prayer about what, what to outsource and, and where you can keep your mentality and your responsibility in your household management is, is important, right? Um, something that I think about is, you know, outsourcing those, those really big, deep cleaning tasks that are, that are just really maybe either difficult to do. Um, they're just something that kind of end up, I don't want to say getting neglected because it's our choice, whether we neglect something like that, that's, that's a choice that we make in our time. But, um, they do end up sometimes getting put off for too long um, or just things that, like I know that it would be hard for me to do. And so um, it would probably be easier for me to outsource like washing the windows and just getting someone to come in and really clean the air ducts and the air filters and just all that really, really deep cleaning stuff that's necessary in a home. That is just not something I'm doing every single day. Um, but it can look different for you. So it's not saying that, you know, if you are a busy career woman and you, you know, have a lot going on and you outsource some of your household management, that's fine. It's not saying that you can't do that. However, there should still be 
tasks of maintaining your home and managing your home that fall in your hands naturally as a mom, whether that's making lunches for your kids, whether that's, um, you know, maybe you are still doing the laundry because, you know, you're, you're, you're outsourcing other parts of the cleaning, but maybe laundry is still falling on you. Um, or, um, or maybe it's not laundry, but maybe it's dishes, the dishes every single night you eat, you cook dinner, you got to clean the dishes or whatever. So there's usually something that's going to be, you know, still happening within your home, um, to, that, that you're going to have to kind of maintain and manage. And I, the, the main thing I want to address here is just the heart posture behind it. It's, it's a, not about scoffing and being like, I'm too busy for household management. I, I can't be bothered with that. And I, I being an entrepreneur myself and just being a part of various like groups in on Facebook and social media, I've definitely just seen this really negative behavior. And it just makes me sad. It makes me sad to see that. I think that it really just in today's society, we really talk down um, the the homemaking, the beautiful part of that, the mother that just wants to be a homemaker. And maybe that's all she wants to be that that um, a lot of times that she feels like she's not doing enough or she's dreaming too small. And I just want to say if that's you. You are absolutely not. Your work is so valued. It's so precious. And it is your mission. So regardless of whether you're a career mom or you're not we all have a mission in our home and we all have to have the heart posture that our home mission comes first. And so maybe you do also, if you are that career woman that has so much going on, that feels like she can't be bothered with the simple management of her home and your, your focus is not in your home, then maybe there is some, some heart posture perspective and even some just like priority shifts that need to happen to get yourself back to that mission because your home mission is always going to come first before your career. Okay. And the last mindset I wanted to address is the perfect Pinterest mom with she must have too much time on her hands. Just like I kind of mentioned the homemaker that maybe that's all she's doing and she's not working. She doesn't have part time work or full time work or anything. She is working inside the home, but she's not doing income producing work because it is still work when you're working inside the home. Um, but if there is if there's moms out there that love maintaining their home and, and they love um, decorating and, and, and making the home feel cozy and lovely. And they love to, um, when they take pictures of that and it looks good and their kids look dressed and their hair is done, that does not mean that they're some perfect Pinterest mom that, oh my gosh, they're not being real and they don't have too much time on their hand or they have too much time on their hands. No, that can be their reality. That is real. That means that mom is working hard to create routines and systems effective in her home to, 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 be on top of things and, and get back the control and, and, and maintain and, and manage and do so um, and do so well that she values the excellence of her role as a wife and a mom. So I see a lot of just scoffing towards that as well and just saying, oh my gosh, like that's not real. No one wants perfect. And it doesn't say, it doesn't mean that it's perfect. It doesn't mean that it's not real hard moments. It doesn't mean that there aren't temper tantrums that aren't thrown, but maybe that mom is also not trying to showcase her kids temper tantrums because that's rude. That's rude to her kids. That shows her kids in a negative light. Maybe that mom wants to show that even when it's hard, when it's hard every single day, that's not taking away my joy. And that is the reason behind mission motherhood. Motherhood will always be hard. Maintaining your home will be hard sometimes. There are definitely days where I don't feel like doing the laundry or the dishes or whatever. And My husband and I have worked together to create systems and routines for our family that make our household work and run so much better. And I can't wait to teach those to you in future episodes. And as a result, I am able to have that mental clarity and that mental space to 
get my kids dressed every morning, get myself a shower. It's easy to tidy up my home. It's easy to make my bed and make it and make the home look and feel good. And guess what? When your home looks and feels good, the atmosphere is just better. It's just calmer. It's just more peaceful. And I believe that that is the atmosphere we're supposed to be cultivating for our families. So let's not scoff at that mom. Let's do, let's let's strive and say, you know what? That that I want that too. And I honestly I think that when we are scoffing at that that mindset, it's because deep inside we're hiding the insecurity of the overwhelm. And that's the truth. With each of these mindsets, you're hiding the insecurity of the overwhelm. Those three different mindsets that we talked about. That that mental load that you're that you might be feeling if you if you find yourself scoff, you know kind of scoffing at those or having those other mindsets, I should say, having those negative mindsets, you're more than likely just masking the overwhelm and masking the fact that it feels like a burden to you. And I want and I and I want to let you know like what you're feeling is is real and I was there and I've been there. And I want to help you get rid of that burden. I want to help you fly free from that because it's not supposed to be. So it's not to negate how you're feeling cuz how you're feeling is so real and it's so it's and it's so valued and and God sees it and he understands and he knows. But it doesn't mean that you're supposed to stay there and sit there and accept this burden, this negative feeling towards being a mom and towards maintaining your home and just towards all the things that come with those, with those roles and responsibilities. It means that joy can be yours. It means that it, it can be lighter. It can feel better. It can be burdenless. It can be all those things. And I think the main thing that, that I hope changes for you today if that's where you are that's where you're feeling right now is that you recognize and say okay this this can change I can change my heart posture towards this and I and I do I do want to begin working towards getting back to my mission and honoring the mission that is called for me inside the home and not feeling burdened and overwhelmed by that but feeling that joy and and delighting in that homemaking like both the Proverbs 31 woman and um, the description in Titus. Okay. All right. So as always, I want to know how you're feeling, what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. And I want to also know what questions you have, what questions came up as you were listening to this. I'm always answering questions. I'm always answering my DMS. Um, you can definitely find me on Instagram to ask those questions, give me those thoughts. So my, your, your biggest gift to me, if you felt like this episode was helpful for you in any way, your biggest gift to me is, well, two things. One is that you rate and review this podcast. Um, that is so, so, so helpful because as, especially as a new podcast, but even if it wasn't, it's helpful because it helps the podcast get into more listeners ears. And there are so many other moms out there. There's so many other moms out there that I know need to hear the content that is being produced on this show that God has called me to produce. So if you love the show and you have not given it a rating or a review, I would encourage you to please do that. Hit the subscribe button so that you're, you're getting the episodes right away as they're getting released or downloading to your phone, ready to listen when they're getting released and you review and rate the show. The more ratings and reviews we get, the higher up in search that Apple puts to the podcast. And that means more listeners. And that means the mission spreads like wildfire. And that's what we want. That's gift number one. Then gift number two is that you just hop on over to Instagram stories, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode or share some of the content that I've um, put online 
or put on my Instagram feed about the show and tag me and, and tell me, number one, like what your biggest takeaway was. If you have any questions, of course, you know, um, hit me up in my DMs with that, but just tag me, share with your followers that you're listening to this new podcast and that you want them to join you as well. That will be so helpful for me. And I think I'm going to start doing a review of the week. So um, if you guys continue to leave reviews for me, I'm going to pick one review every week to read and share with, um, with you all on every episode. So I think that'll be coming next week. So leave me some reviews and maybe you will get chosen for next week's review of the week. All right, guys, thank you so much. I so appreciate you. I love you. I will see you over on Instagram. Don't forget to grab your Thrive at Home guide and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If the content of this episode helped you in any way, please take a few minutes to share this episode with a mama friend, share this podcast to your Instagram stories, and leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, mama. See you next time.